There we are. There we go. That's smooth, wasn't it? That was smooth. <clears throat> Let's turn that down there a sec. Well, that was eventful, wasn't it? Eh? That was eventful. Smoothest I've done it so far. The smoothest is 10 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock. The clock is telling me it's 10 o'clock. Everyone's tucked up in bed, ready for school tomorrow, I assume, or work, whatever the case may be. Now, some of you might remember, some of you may not, that a few weeks ago, um, I got a bit carried away. We had a post that I thought was good, and I still think is good, that was put on our father's light screen, and we did a whole thing about that. Um, I still have lots to talk about, so I've still got lots of moaning to do, like the moanings of life, the moanings of life. I hope you can hear me because I'm not sure if you can. Let me just double check on that one second. Bear with, bear with. But then if you see that there, right? Now it's not, I'm, I don't understand it. It's there, it's working there. But then if you put the actual one on there, it doesn't work. Odd. Odd, but it is, is what it is. It is what it is. But I don't care. Anyway, just so we're clear. For the new people, um, I do this for me. My own benefit, not anyone else's. Um, I do it for me. And if it helps anybody else along the way, then that's magical. If it doesn't, then... I'll try harder next time. Um, a few things I need to just get off my chest, first of all, is yes, I've had my hair cut, and no, it looks no different, but that's because it's a good haircut, all right? And we've got post engagements on the insights, uh, 666. Okay, let's not worry about that. But um, just so you know, I do this stuff for me. This is all about me making myself happy and making sure that I'm, talking to whoever, whoever will listen and um that's you unfortunately um if you're watching this um then thank you uh, means a lot and i know there's a few people that do um i'm always blown over by when they say um nice things about it and it's it's nice to know um so yes that's that so i'm gonna start off with something right look about think about this for thought And this is why I fucked up. If I could give myself, my younger me, today, time travel and go back to the past, I would give myself uh, this piece of advice. And it literally is, um, how can you put it? You make sure, make sure that I pick the right mate for life, I, the right wife for life, yeah? <laughs> because that decision, that decision is going to impact the rest of your life and it's got to, and your happiness will go with that decision your misery will go with that decision so make sure you take your time to pick the right partner hindsight's a great thing don't get me wrong hindsight's a lovely thing and um, i'm very good at uh, looking back on things and seeing where i could and could not have done things a little bit differently I think we all should though i think that's part of life those that can't um if you sum up their behaviors and i don't think you have to be a um 
trained psychologist to understand this, but um, if you were to Google some bad behaviors and then find out who doesn't reflect on their life and see if they can do things better, then those same people would probably be quite high up on the spectrum for being quite, um, well, not nice, not nice, should we say. Um, Non-molestations, right? We're coming into Christmas. We're coming into Christmas where the divorce rates and the separation rates go up anyway. But not only do we have Christmas, but we also have the World Cup. Now, some of you will remember, um, whenever there's a World Cup on, the domestic violence posters go up and you've got the, the woman in the background going, oh, and then the man going, and that's always so very stereotypical, which is fine because statistically, that's what it is meant to be. So that's cool. However, um, it's time for men too. Yeah, men, you need to stand up and you need to, uh, if you're being abused, you need to take, own it and say you're being abused. I know that the professionals and the uh, police uh, will belittle it and they don't always make you feel good about what you're reporting and um, how you're reporting it. I'm still confused by all this stuff. So it's, it says it's live. But it is, I have started it, so I don't understand what that's all about. Anyway, I digress, I digress. So, um, men reported too. Yeah, there are multiple men right now that I'm talking to that are being abused. That are, their partners are waiting and they're banking and they're banking and they're banking. And then there'll be one day, whether it be over Christmas or whether it be in the new year, where something happens and um, the police will be called. You'll be removed from the property and then you will be homeless or you have to go to live with your mum or your dad or your cousin or your nephew or your niece or your great grandma. But this, that will have been pre-planned. And I guarantee you when you get into court, there'll be a whole list of other shit written down. I bet you they will have a case that you didn't even realize they were keeping a diary and then that diary was all about you when they're doing that you know when you do, they're doing that you know uh that you you've got a battle on your hands that's for sure so that would be the start of the non-molestation um stuff yeah and that's when you're going to go through all this stuff up here yeah the, the emotional and behavioral change curve now this is not um this is not new news this is something i've been banging on about for ages and it's my deep belief that this is a theory that we all go through when there's uh when we grieve when we grieve that's a you know when, when we're missing someone when there's something changed in our life a massive change in life a life event event so we've, we've got stability and we've got um comfortability and we are coasting yeah coasting and then you've got change and the change happens and then you're in denial and you're blaming everyone you're angry and then you're depressed and you can't you're, you're angry again and you're going up and down that beginning bit of that change curve and your emotions are running high and then you get to a little bit like of ooh, feeling a bit better about it all and then you're trying things out and you're testing things and it's working and then then you're on the road to acceptance you make it sound so easy but it's not it's not at all so uh, the change curve is there for you to know and understand about yourself yeah there is no um there is no time frame for you to feel better. There is no length of time for you to be 
ball at change or a little bit angry, I, I, you will often flick between the lot of them, going up and down the merry-go-round, depending on what happens in your life. And that there, being aware that you are feeling angry, and it's okay to feel angry, but it's how you cope with the anger, will serve you well. And there's a time and a place to be angry. There's a battle to be fought. There's a war you're having, and, and you want to try and minimise that. Minimise that in the best way possible. And although I say the best way possible, I can't stress it enough, that does not mean you roll over and... Um, accept whatever comes your way because you have to throw the ball back and you have to be challenging and you have to do all the things that you do as if you would do it in, in, in any other walk of life yeah now look when i was just figuring out why this these events aren't working um on there because it's not working on, on facebook but it's working on here so it's live somewhere i don't understand how it's working and all that shit. but let's have a look one sec and that one's there, so I'll just move that one in there. Just delete that one. Just delete that one. Just delete that. One. I don't understand what it does too. Uh, 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 uh. Right. So that's that's gone. That's coming out of my way. Get out of my way. That one's still going. That's online. It's still going. It says it's not live, but it is live. I'm there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just must stop being so distracted. <laughs> Um, there you are, that's fine. So, what else was I going to say? Oh yeah, that's what I was doing. Right, yeah, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. Um, there we are. There is events, events, this is funny. Right, so, I grew up in a little place called um, Mildenhall. It's just outside Cambridge. Some of you will know it, some of you won't. I'm not particularly... Um, Fond of the area, to be honest. It's got my memories, got my shit there, but that's, that's about it. It's a bit of a fucking mouldy hole place in the world, to be honest with you. So I was just setting this shit up earlier, thinking I'd done shit I hadn't done. And then what I did was I saw, what's going on? What's going on? Local events. What's going on? What's going on? Local events. Local events. And I'm like, okay, what's going on then? What's going on? I can't see it now, typically. But it was literally, you could see, and it was, it was making, making recommendations for it. I was like, oh, Mildenall, Mildenall, you got a Mildenall Christmas Fair? You got the Mildenall Christmas Fair going on? You got the Mildenall Christmas Fair? You got the branded Christmas Fair? You got all sorts of stuff going on. And it's like, okay, fine. You have a merry old um, Christmas pretending to be happy, because you're not. Let's uh, just the search in there. Okay, that was bollocks, mate. I'm digressing now. This is this is really bad when I do this. I'm just going off on a different tangent. But yeah, if you're in Mildenhall, if you're in Mildenhall and you're going to the uh, Christmas fair and the Christmas fete, um, good luck. Enjoy yourselves. Um, I'm surprised there's actually something going on. Uh, but there you go. That's that's each to their own. In fact, Swanley reminds. In fact, Swanley, this place I live in right now, this reminds me a lot of uh, Mildenhall actually, because fuck all here, fuck all. If you bombed it, no one would miss nothing. Same as the country, December, 3rd of December. Tucker Station, Lewis, oh, fucking Santa Claus is coming. He's coming out a little bit early. There you go, I'm digressing again. So yeah, so big first, big, big first, first bit of advice here. If you were, to advise your younger self, and I would recommend if you were a time traveler to do that, because, um, well, it's just handy if you did, if you were a time traveler. Go back and tell yourself that, um, that 
you need to be more selective because the person you're going to be with and marry or have children with is either going to make you happy or ruin your life. And so you should be a little bit more cautious. You should be, I tell you. The winter wander Christmas lights switch on in Collier Row on the um, Friday, the 2nd of December at 4 p.m. So if you're in Collier Row, um, there's 281 people interested, um, depending on what the weather will be. It will depend if they turn up or not. But there's 52 people going. 52 people going. Now, this is something that you might be fucking, I'm going to. This is something I'm definitely going to be going to uh, next year. In fact, I'm fucking putting that on there now to make sure I'm going. I've raised a lot of plan as well. Uh, 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 uh. I, don't know about, I don't know about them anymore, but I used to love raised a lot when I was younger. Um, yeah, the Lathams, mate. You're playing the waterfront in Norwich. I'm fucking going, mate. I'm going. I'm going. No two fucking ways about that. I've got the fucking Ratings gig again in um, December, a couple of weeks' time. Hopefully I can walk. Hopefully I can. I'm getting better. I can put weight on my leg now, which is good. It's progress. So it's progression. Um, and then what else have you got? You've got North London Vintage Christmas Market. North London Vintage Market. I think that's all over North London, clearly, um, because it must be a specific place. Jesus Christ. Um, nine Lessons and Carols from York Minister. Uh, Min Minster. 75 people going and 1.3 thousand interested. Don't waste your time, please. Just don't waste your time. Seriously. <laughs> Slade are playing in the waterfront in uh, Norwich as well on the 18th of December, ladies and gentlemen. 18th of December, if you want to get down there and see your local band at Slade. Fuck that. Anyway, so the first bit of advice we've given is uh, obviously picking the right person the, the person you're going to marry have children with are they the right one you don't have to rush into this stuff at all next lesson because we're going to come out a few of these today the next one you can get from this the next nugget is going to be this beautiful one and this is this you have no right to take away somebody's hope why would you take away someone's hope never deprive somebody of their hope because that might be all they have and you're taking away the one thing they have, and that's their hope. It's a shame. Because there's some people out there that are that nasty and are that vindictive. And they thrive on taking people's hope. They know that that's all they have, that person's all they, ha all they have. And someone will come in and just swipe it all away. That's what, it, that's what the bastards do, though. And remember this, right? Remember this. 80% of your success in life will come down to how well you can communicate with others. That includes your ex-wife. That includes your ex-husband. If you can communicate effectively, your life will be made much simpler. So I'm not the best communicator. I fucking say it as I say it, and I just probably swear too much. That's influenced by Gary Vee, clearly, because I think he's fucking brilliant. <laughs> And I like being told off for swearing, but I'm like, well, no, it's just my figure of speech. Don't like it. Don't talk to me. I don't care. But that's just how I am. Um, but yeah, so 80% of what you do, 80% of what you, how you, how you, of your life will be made up happy if you can communicate effectively with people. Ta-ching! 
bear that in mind for your young, younger self, Jason, for your younger self. Um, okay, so we're going back to the non-mole stuff, yeah? People need to stop, but I've already fucking done it. So we're going back to the non-mole stuff. And the non-mole stuff is we've spoke about earlier. So you've got this, imagine this, you've got your paperwork come through the door. It's just all fucking always been WhatsApp to you, right? It's been WhatsApp to you. And uh, you're like, what the fuck is going on here? I've got all over this paper. I'm not allowed to go to see her. I'm not allowed to see my kids, blah, blah, blah. And you're angry. And you're angry and you're going to be um, frustrated because you don't know what's going on. You're in the dark. You're confused. Um, you naturally want to fight your corner and want to explain your story and tell your truth. And you will also get the opportunity to do that too. 100%. So what you do is you take your undertaken, you say they, they, the person supplying the undertaken will give you the undertaken based on the fact that they will presume that you will fight the undertaken and battle it. And then when you battle it, you, um, you're falling into their trap because that's going to delay the contact with your children. So you basically have three options. You've got your first one, which is I'll take, I accept it. Yep. Guilty as charged, your honor. I'm really bad, but please help me fix myself. <laughs> Next one would be, um, uh, no, I'm contesting this. I want to fight this. I want to go to a final hearing. I want to go to a final contested hearing. Blah, 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 blah. That will take about 18 months and the lots of hour long hearings in between. Third one, and this is the most, this is the best one because this is the one that, this is one you go for when you can because the judge can overrule you and say, no, I'm not, the, the allegations are too serious. We are not doing a uh, undertaking with no findings. We need to get to the bottom of these allegations. So, um, bear that in mind when you're writing your C100 and you're doing your and you're, and you're calling your ex a bitch and or your ex-husband a wanker and you, and you you just want to see your kids and ultimately the more um, of the allegations you raise and they need to be of a serious nature um, that would impact the other person's ability to parent um, then the more difficult the likelihood is going to be more challenging to uh, get your child arrangements sooner but ultimately you um, are going to take the undertaking, no findings, no admissions to guilt. Um, and then later on in the child arrangements, uh, if the other party wants to, um, uh, or deleted what? But what, what? We're having trouble with streaming up to Facebook. This may be an issue on Facebook's end. It is possible the stream was ended or deleted. No, we're still live. Uh, 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 uh. Still got people fucking. Oh no, it's it's motherfuckers. Oh, I'm still there. Who knows? Um, just that. So ultimately. You may find, the judge may turn around and say the judge may turn around and say um, you're too you're too um, the, the the relationship's too volatile it's too dangerous um, you're not going to be allowing the you know they want to they want to go through all this the long way around um, which is fine but it's not fine because it's going to that's going to delay contact with your children so ultimately everything they're going to do everything your ex partner is going to do if they offer a certain mindset is going to be to um, push you away from your child. Make sure that you have no relationship with your child. Um, slowly erase you from the child's life and memory. 
make you paint your picture of you being worse than what you actually are. And you might be a total knobhead. I, I don't make no secret of how bad, that wasn't that bad, let's be honest, but I wasn't, I wasn't a verbal, I was verbally, um, not abusive, sarcastic, whatever. Um, but I didn't deserve and still don't deserve what I've had to do and put up with on the back of that. So anyone who's frightened that you may not get your child arrangements application um, heard, don't be frightened. Now don't forget people. I will tell you stuff that people won't tell you because I've done it myself personally, which is when I've learned that you can do stuff. Um, and I'm not saying that everything I've always done has been the right thing. I'm saying that it's been the right thing for me at the time. On reflection, maybe, uh, yeah, would I do it again? Probably, yeah, because it's made me who I am today. But um, I'm doing everything I can do. I've done everything, I've tried it. So basically, when we say stuff to do stuff, we know we're gonna get sometimes, might get a little slap on the wrist. Yeah, it might get a little bit told off. That's a gamble worth taking sometimes if you need to get your message across. Um, that's really important to say, yeah? Um, but there is no, just because I'm saying this, that doesn't mean you, everyone should you know, go down this road at all. But I'm very much like a loving person and I don't think that conflict, and if I could go back and change anything in my case, I would, it would be to take an undertaker with no findings. Don't battle it out for saying that I'm right and you're wrong and whatever, um, for the end of the case to be told that we're both as bad as each other. Um, I had, I had um, my allegation of dragging her down some stairs, which was un, uh, not, not bullshit. It never happened and then that that was um not upheld so that was dismissed but then where i threw myself under the bus accidentally um by uh saying that when she's attacking me and i put my arms in the head to defend myself with arms with her and then she was attacking me attacking me I sort of forcefully pushed her backwards and sat on top of her on the sofa and i said stop fucking hitting me stop fucking hitting me and i said to the judge look if that's if that's abuse then i'm guilty judge backhouse says she's no, that's, that's abuse we'll take that jason so I'm fine, I did that. I don't mind, I don't mind getting in trouble for that, so I did that. And that's my that was my attitude to it. I'm owning my shit, being humble, trying to learn more. Because what nine times out of ten, what they call abuse and what we class as abuse are two different things because the world has changed so dramatically since whenever. Uh, I just think that it's very difficult for uh, men to or any relationship not to have any level of abuse in it. In fact, we know, in fact, it's very well spoken about within the professionals that, that every single relationship has got an element of domestic abuse within it therefore going to court and saying that there was no but any domestic abuse in the relationship when there's blatantly when there's blatant loads of allegations coming against you and you're saying no that that, that ain't going to wash that isn't going to wash because what you do is just you're saying basically is you're, you're achieving the impossible you're saying you, you're not you're not human because um You've never had an argument, you've never put a better foot wrong, step, step, step wrong. You get more respect from the courts and the judge for being open and honest and owning your shit. You also get respect and kudos and bounty points for taking responsibility and offering compromise and sacrifice when you need to. Because those two key traits, key behaviors, are going to be needed throughout your rest of your life now, the rest of your life. Because you're going to get a court order made up and she won't stick to the court order when it doesn't want to suit, or he won't stick to the court order when it doesn't want to suit. And the reason they won't, because they think they're more rightful, they're more righteous than you. They think they're, more, they're always going to be right. And even even the courts are wrong compared to them. You speak to my ex, my ex the, everyone's wrong. Everyone's wrong. The school, police, 
um, social workers, CAFCAS, they're all wrong. Everyone's wrong apart from her because everyone, everyone wants to, they're all cool with me and they all literally can see where the problem lies, I think. Do you know what I mean? In my view. But that's that. So look, let's, let's go back to the lessons. Let's we come back and rewind, remind ourselves for people who just flick through this and I know people forward through and whatnot. You advise anyone, anyone you give advice to, yeah? Tell them to make sure that if they're going to get married, if they're going to have children with anybody, make sure they pick the right one. Make sure they pick the right mate because that mate is going to have the ability to fuck up their life or make it the best life ever. That's the reality. And don't, don't, and whatever you do, rule number two, never, 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 never take away somebody's hope. It might be all they have. And that's nasty. You're taking away the last thing they have is a little bit of hope and you're taking that away. Now, I'll always be a little bit honest and sometimes say, yeah, I took away someone's hope the other day, but I was just honest. I'd much rather fucking them not hope that they're going to have contact and then find out they're not going to get contact. Yeah. There's always, there's always scope for asking for contact. And I've had many, well, many, two cases where we've been in non-molestation hearings and my guys just asked for contact and asked for contact showed a decent level of maturity and um ultimately was able to uh was able to um what do you call it continue continue with the um seeing the child child the judge made an order to see the child um when he was back from where they were going to and that there is was it was not court ordered was not there was a non-molestation hearing and it's happened twice that's happened twice so i don't understand what's going on there but there you go we're having technical problems but that's fine so being nice never hurt anybody yeah and and, and um don't deprive somebody of their hope because that could be all they have and we're in a world full of negativity therefore you've got to be fucking positive as you can be um next point is going to be we're going back to the non-molestation stuff so you're going to go back and you're going to be saying oh untaken no findings blah 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 done undertaking no findings no admission to guilt the judge can dismiss that and say no we're going to contest it but that generally depending on the allegations will get you through your first um first 15 30 minute hearing with the non-molestation solicitors barristers professionals whatever they may not agree with what i'm saying here now but i'm telling you like literally 90 percent of the time 95 percent of the time done yeah and don't forget they're trying to do that to make you angry so you um fall into their trap they know you better than, than anyone else does yeah oh another one i found this jumper the other day right because it's winter time look at this yeah it's my favorite jumper right my favorite jumper look at this look at this look at that right it's got holes there it's got holes under my arm here right it's got holes under my arm as well it's got a hole there. It's got a hole here as well. But look, what it's it's this just this jumper. This do you remember? People of a certain age, right? People of a certain age will remember Jamie, Jamie and his magic torch. Jamie, Jamie and his magic torch. If you can't remember that, no. Can you remember that? Anyone? Jamie and the magic torch. I don't know if you can or not. But even if you can't, that's not the problem because now you've got Jason. Jason and his magic jumper. Jason, Jason and his magic jumper. That's what this is. It's my magic jumper. This magic jumper lasted, is, is, is outlasted. This is probably the oldest item that I own. 
I think this jumper predates my relationship with my ex-wife. If jumpers could tell stories, this jumper could tell all sorts of stories. It's been vomited on, it's been spat at, it's been all sorts. But yeah, it's my favorite jumper. It's my favorite jumper. And uh, that's just what I've got to say. I think, just remember that when you see, so everyone's like, Jason, you've got a hole, you've got a hole there, Jason, you've got a hole there. Yes, I've got a fucking hole there. I know I've got a hole there. Right. There's a number of you, there's a number of people that I know, and if there's a number of people that I know um, that are um, holding on to relationships that should not be um, held on to anymore. And some of you will, in fact, if any of you are watching, then there's probably been a, as soon as you see this, you'll know I'm referring to you. Yeah, basically, as soon as you know. But there's, there's going to be other people that I've not spoken to that, um, when the relationship is over, and I mean when the relationship is over, letting go. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest um, that's the biggest problem loads of people have, and they're hanging on for their dear life of a, for a relationship that is never going to fucking work. I was speaking to somebody last year, and they and I'm always grateful when people get back together, and I'm always like, yeah, cool, it's good, it's good. But you could tell in this, you could tell. Um, you could tell that this this he was being played, yeah, he was being played. And I spoke to him again earlier, and it was like his ex, his ex, or well, his current girlfriend, mother of his children, wife. Literally, won't let him speak to. He's getting the children to lie about the dad being there when the family members come over. That won't be just limited to that household. That won't be just limited to that household. I mean, I've got like three people that's happened to. But they're tolerating it and they're accepting it. And then I'm like, well, why? If you move out, if you move out of that house, then yeah, you're giving up your right to the house. I get it. But the, the more you're in there, the more you're sticking out, the harder it's going to be for the children. The more trauma you're causing for the children. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't argue in front of them. The atmosphere in the fucking building must be awful, awful, awful. As far as I'm concerned, the atmosphere there must be fucking. Oh, I don't know, just imagine the kids as well. Put right the kids. I mean, I think that's the that's the biggest thing you need to remember is the kids. And if you're arguing in front of the kids, if there's atmosphere in front of the kids, I mean, I bought I bought my ex-wife um, on the, our final Christmas. It was 2000 and um, 2000 and what do you call it? Uh, 15 no 2013 to 2013 was our last christmas right and granted i forgot to buy her any jewelry or whatever or perfume and i, and I was working um in retail so i was just really busy too busy i wasn't busy enough to i got lila her gifts that was all fine but Lindsay left that to last minute and then nothing was open everything was shut and i bought her she was so angry I bought her a, a vacuum cleaner. Vacuum cleaner. That there, whew, that went down like a lead balloon. She was not happy, and that that uh, uh, yeah, fireworks went. Um, two, two. Now, there's many different ways in which you can get over your ex-partner. Some men 
some men will go out and just stick their dick in anything else they can find and um sometimes end up with new babies which is a bit of a pain in the ass when that happens it would have been a pain in the ass if it stuck it that's a different conversation um that's that um but ultimately okay let's have a look here so you've got to you've got to right this is the most important thing i've taken notes here stop dreaming stop fucking dreaming and be real yeah be fucking real if you know that your ex is is i don't know they may not be seeing somebody else but they may have said they're seeing somebody else they may have said something to hurt you they may they may have the same argument with you about the same different things but the same sort of thing at similar times at different parts of different weeks or months apart so every i don't know i've got one a couple of guys i've got a couple of guys that the um they're they're in court process for um but they're in court process so that but then they've got they've got um two mums two two kids two mums one's got three one in fact one of my other client he's got um six kids like, with four different parents so that's that's a handful but he co-parents with all of them apart from one apart from one even that one he's getting better right now but still but you've got to get rid of the dream you if they've been saying shit to you if they've been saying shit to you like you know, they don't want you. They're only with you for your money. If they, you know, if they, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna get you arrested. They're gonna. Some of them are even so blatant that they're saying to the to the client, my clients, they're gonna call the police. They're waiting for you to do it. They're gonna do this. I'm like, wow, you've got to get out. You literally have to get out. But they don't. They don't. I'll tell you why they don't. Because the kids, and they don't want to bring their kids up in a in a broken home. And I get that. But the more damage you're doing, and you are doing a lot more damage by remaining in the relationship, um, and not arguing and having conflict. Than what you would be if you're moving out, go live in the shed or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, be a real, be a real, yeah. Get over the idea of a soulmate. Yeah, she's not your soulmate, he's not your soulmate. It never did happen. You wouldn't be in the situation now, you wouldn't be feeling so shit. You'd be having loads of sex even after having a baby, because that does happen too. It does happen, yeah. People have babies. I never knew I never knew this happened. People have I thought when you have babies, sex just stops. It's just one of them things, it just stops. It doesn't. Apparently not. It, apparently, in some relationships, it continues. Obviously not when you straight away, but they get them energy back and that sort of shit and they, it continues. So maybe that's where I went wrong. I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe not. Um, make sure you've got your good friendships, a friendship circle around you. If you're a bloke, go out and get, you know, do what you need to do to cope. I'm not going to go out and say go out and get drunk. Um, although that's what I did. It did me no favours, but... Didn't really go and pull, didn't really achieve much in pulling uh, any other women either. I went to my old haunts and <laughs> went all over Angel, Islington, and Hyde Corner. And uh, what was it? Just going to the same pubs I used to go to before I met my ex wife. And then no one was looking at me in the same way then as what they were looking at me back in the day. I was older, 10 years older, alone in a pub where before I had mates. I lost all of those through, guess what? Well, it didn't. The one I had didn't really lose any others. The one I had, he got run over by a train. So that's you. You thought you thought I was going to save my ex, but it was sort of her. But he was run over by a train as well. It sort of took the control out of her hands. She probably didn't like that very much. Um, but the other, so you need first thing acceptance again. Going through the change curve, yeah. Acceptance, accept the fact that it's over, yeah. I, I for one, would be more inclined to just get away from her as possible. Stay away from her. Stay far away. Stay, less words, the better. Less words you say to her, the better. 
even though you're going to want to know what fucking day of the week it is, what color, what, what everything's going on, you're going to instinctively want to know, even if, especially if you're not seeing your children. But you need to accept that your relationship is over. So therefore, your communication, how it was in the past, is not going to continue that way in the future. That there is going to be a lot to get over because it took me a long time to realize that. I just want to understand if my daughter's okay. I just want to know that she's fine. Why can't she just reply back to a text message? Which doesn't have to. You can't make her. Yeah, true. I did think you could. You're caught, but you know, you clearly don't want to. Is the answer. Um, avoid going like when I when I've split up with um, Mayuri, or when I was going through separation with my ex-wife. I um, didn't listen to music. I just can't listen to music. Can't listen to. I can listen to Oasis. I can listen to Oasis all day long. But I can't listen to anything else. I listen to Talksport. Watch, listen to Talksport or or LBC. Right. Forgive yourself. Yeah, you've been a bit of a fucking idiot. Right. You you've been blind to the fact that you've been played. You're going to be kicking yourself. You could have you could have damaged yourself financially. Bent over backwards. I've got people who have worked three jobs at a time to make sure that they can keep their partner happy. Then their partner goes and gets a nominal station against them. It's all too common because they've fed up with, they're, they're bored with you now. They've got what they want out of you. Yeah. And you've worked your bollocks off to try and get, give them what they want. And it's still not going to be enough. So forgive yourself and go easy on yourself. Yeah. Reach out to friends and loved ones, needless to say. Um, I think that's, you know, you, you need to find time to, um, find yourself again and I say find yourself and I said the other week the best thing that could ever happen the best thing that's ever happened to me is um divorce separation losing everything the best thing and I think I can't people don't seem to understand that when they're going through it I didn't think that when I was going through it um but now anything bad that happens anything that challenges me anything that makes me think differently anything that makes me come out of my comfort zone is a positive and because it's a positive anything that chant like literally legs bike, bike positive learn to be even more independent learn to fucking learn, get them hop downstairs all sorts of shit all sorts of shit and it could have saved my life because you know i was planning on going to brighton the next day when i crashed when i crashed my bike on the sunday night for a client and um clearly didn't make it so it could have saved my life so that's that's one thing and we need to remember this though right as well you're probably going to be feeling or thinking that you are not worthy and you and your ex has been saying lots of nasty shit about you yeah making you think that you are not worthy to be going out of her or married to her or how much you tolerate for her all of her life and you made her life so hell she didn't want any children with you from the moment of your relationship started it was a disaster but then she went and had 15 kids with you come on yeah they're saying stuff and then she's saying stuff to to try and hurt you you cannot take it all seriously you don't take it seriously yeah you got to take it with a pinch of salt i saw a comment i saw a post um how do you deal with an, a narcissistic ex and how do you deal with uh, her mother who's a narcissist as well? Well, fucking you, you don't. It's quite simple. Uh, one thing I've learned is you can't win. You just can't win an argument. I can't win an argument with Lindsay. Even though I, I say I'm sat on a chair, this is a chair. No, it's not a fucking chair. That's a, that's a spoon. What? It's a spoon. No, it's a chair. Literally, it's got legs on it. Spoon is something you eat with, Lindsay. No. no, no, that's what you're sitting on. You're sitting on a spoon. Okay, bye. You gotta walk away because they're not on the same planet. They are not on the same planet. Therefore, you can't manage them in the same way as you'd have the same conversation with someone else who maybe is on the same planet. 
with that in mind, you can't go making drastic changes to yourself. Yeah, you can't. You 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 need to make sure that you are um, who you are. You, you hold your integrity. You are and you and you be proud of who you are. Hold your head up high. Yeah. Playground politics happens all the time. Ignore them. Ignore them. Ignore any playground politics. Anyone doesn't want to speak to you. Doesn't want to fucking know you. They weren't important to you anyway. Let's be honest. Playground politics. Playground parents politics is bollocks. Um. Okay, there you go. Still unsure on how to get over it next. Focus on being positive. Give yourself time to get gain some perspective. Do things that are light in the heart and easy on the mind. Volunteer for a good cause. Make yourself feel good. Go and feed the homeless people. Pick up some rubbish off the floor. Hold the door open for somebody. That sort of shit is what I'm talking about. Yeah, you've got to do stuff that's positive and you will get positive off the back of that. Some people call it a blowout. I call it uh, taking a break and unwinding. That's the professional way of saying it. Some might say blowout. So you fucking go and get a couple of your mates, good mates, and just fucking go hit a different town. Even go overseas if you can and just get smashed and just get mashed played in moderation. Yeah, not to continue for the rest of forever more, but you need to go out and have a good time. Have a break, unwind. You deserve it. You've been put up with a shitty relationship for too long and you're going to have to put up with it for the rest of your life now until the child is at least 18. So you deserve a fucking good blowout. Definitely. Yeah. Accepting the fact that you probably didn't um, have boundaries and you didn't give boundaries, you need to start implementing boundaries and not um, not being scared to enforce them. Yeah. A few of the signs that you're, you've got officially over your ex would be you're no longer sobbing at, uh, at two o'clock in the minute in the morning, crying on your crying on your pillow. <laughs> um, that's definitely a good sign, isn't it? You're not crying anymore. That's that's a bonus on that one. Um, if you feel confident standing alone, standing alone. I'm fucking, I've always felt confident standing alone. That's just it's crazy. Standing alone in a bar by yourself. I've done that forever. That's you're over your ex. Dust yourself down after the rough fall and head into the right direction of true love. Fuck off. There is no th- such thing as true love. Yeah? There is no such thing. True love, it does not exist. It does not exist. True love exists between friends, through, through friendships, whatever. It only exists when one person, when both people are winning out of that relationship. If that relationship starts going win-lose, because you should always be thinking win-win-win-win-win, so everyone wins, then you win. But if you think win-lose, you'll end up losing because you have to be positive. You have to be productive. You have to be, you have to just be you, but be the best version of you. I can't stress that enough. You can't stress that enough. And you have to give up, you know, so, what same as I did when I come out of hospital, the first week, licking my wounds, saying, why, what, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Ultimately, what I do, just fucking get on with it. There's no one else going to look after you. You're going to look after yourself. That's what you could do. Building a better connection with your kids is something I wanted to cover quickly. And I think that's um, something the majority of people I work for have got like this nailed. But there's a few, even though they've got it nailed, they're still going in with, and it's very difficult not to do it, the grown-up conversations. Now, you know for a fact that your ex will be interrogating your children when they're walking through the door after you being dropped off. You know that. You just know it, Right. 
unless they that hate you that much that they can't even say your name without regurgitating and wanting to throw themselves off a bridge. I'm not saying that's how my ex feels, but if she does, then I'd like to know what things that like it's so bad to make her feel that way. But regardless of that, I digress again. But ultimately, you need to be feeling good. Yeah, you need to making sure that you're you're in the right spot mentally, emotionally, physically, and building better connections with your children will obviously help that. When you're not seeing your children, you're going to be emotional, broken, and sometimes when you go into your first contact, contact, and even if that's in a contact center, people are uncomfortable with it being in a contact center. The only reason you're uncomfortable with it being in a, in a contact center is because then you're going to make it uncomfortable because you because you're being told it's a really bad thing and blah, blah, blah. yeah, it's really awful. You would, everyone would like to be in their own um, environment when they're seeing their children. I, I get it. I totally get that. But ultimately, ultimately, you can't. If the rules are, these are the rules when the children are this age, you can fight it and then look like a bit of a wally for fighting it. Or you can, well, accept it and make the best out of it, which is what I recommend doing all the time. Accept it, make the best out of your situation. Simple. Um, and when I say that, it doesn't mean you have to spend money either. Yeah, a lot of things you do, a lot of things I did with Lila that were that she still remembers today, didn't cost money. Didn't cost money at all. And it's just thinking differently, thinking outside the box, because you've got to connect and engage with these children and you've got to make sure that, they, that they're looking forward to seeing you again in the future. So you've got to be, she'll be good cop. She's normally bad cop, no doubt, but now she's going to be good cop because she wants you to look bad. Yeah? Bear that in mind, bear that in mind. Your pain and what to do with it, right? Now, I was reading the other day, <laughs> I was trying to find it. And this is what inspired this um, this bit. Everyone's like, oh, Jason, you're crazy, you're crazy, you're crazy, you're fucking too happy. And I was speaking to somebody on the phone last night. She said, what's the secret, Jason? What's the secret? What do you mean? There is no secret. There's nothing. That's just how I am. I, I can't. I truly, truly do podcasts and talking to podcasts about how I feel. I do these. That's my therapy. I talk about into them. It's getting rid of my poison, getting my poison out. Um... And that's what that's my therapy. I think everyone has different ways to have therapy. And everyone's like, how do you cope? Because I just talk about it all the time. I literally talk about it all the time. If even, even if I've made a mistake, I will talk about it because I can say I've made up, I've, I've, I've learned from a mistake. I'm not perfect. My shit stinks. Just like yours and yours and yours and yours and yours. yours. Apart from if it's a really small, like dry pebble, in which case it probably won't stink at all, but it'll fucking be really painful to pop out and then splash like a bomb on the, on the top. I'm going into too much detail here, but there you go. Just a bit, bit carried away. Um, but yeah, so literally, <laughs> lost my train of thought. Literally, um, that is that. Now, I wanted to do this family court in crisis, yeah? Crisis in the family courts. So there is a crisis, as we know. Uh, every day, approximately 240 children in England are joined to the caseload of the Children and Family Court Advisory and support services, CAFCAS. That has come from 2022 stats. Every year, CAFCAS work on nearly 150,000 children and the trend is increasing for 1,500 children. And the trend is increasing. For 15,000 children, their, their lives have been in limbo of ongoing proceedings for more than a year. That's 4,377. The duration is more than 100 weeks the majority of these are at risk of experiencing harm or are at risk of being harmed. 
that's massive yeah that is massive massive numbers and there's court is meant to protect them the court is there to protect the children yet we've got a situation here where this is written by uh, sue whitcomb who is a psychological expert um and she's saying that this is going to have a negative impact on the children because i can tell you now which is why i made the promise to lila we will never be going back to family courts again i made that promise to her that's why i'm not going back to court one of the main reasons i'm not going back to court is that in fact the main reason is for that so i'm never never going back to family court with again with her for her to fight over her ever um because it does cause emotional trauma for the children to know the two people they love most are arguing with each other <laughs> anyway uh, despite assertions otherwise dispatches 2021 the cases now found in private law proceedings are somewhat of the most complex the majority are no longer parenting disputes but how much time a child should spend with each parent many would not be out of place in public law where matters of harm and safeguarding are usually addressed the president of the family court division sir andrew mcfarlane has acknowledged the family court process itself is likely to further harm and endured like to further the harm endured by these children leading to long-term adverse emotional and relational damage that there again in fact i'm gonna fucking that's an argument that's an argument i'm gonna use for loads of people andrew mcfarlane said this this and this and do you know that so we're actually you, you actually are making the situation worse that's from the head of the family fucking hell. increasingly the cases involve allegations of domestic abuse ministry of justice 2020 yet allegations of abuse are barely a standalone factor in the lives of the children i work with one of them one of the few studies that i have considered private law case files found allegations of domestic abuse extremely unlikely <laughs> and be the sole concern raised women's aid capca and capcast 2017. other factors include substance misuse parental um, mental health high conflict child abuse neglect exploitation and abduction and implacable hostility implacable hostility um in my own work there have been a neurodevelopmental considerations neurodevelopmental neurodevelopmental family crisis and transitions such as bereavements serious ill health change in family structures and relocation there are parents who seem to be discouraging or preventing the child or child from a continued relationship with the other parent often known as parental alienation given the complexity practitioner psychologists who work with adults children's children and families are likely to be well placed to offer general and family specific expertise on how to improve outcomes for children yet the limited availability of psychologist experts in one of these factors contributing to the delay in family courts because of what they say what this woman's theory is is there's not enough people with trained psychologists people who are trained who are in CAFCAS to assess these these problems that are arising. The, scarce, um, the scarcity of the psychologist expert become more apparent in the judiciary during the, an exploitation of shortage of medical experts, Mr. Justice Williams 2020, of the reasons given for reluctance to engage in an expert witness work, issues of funding and payment and criticism, including criticism by the media, were prominent. So basically they're saying it costs too much money and that's why they're not doing it. There has been an increased focus by the media on specific set of family, private family law cases. 
these those where parental alienation raised as an issue dispatches 2021 parental alienation is not defined in law nor is it considered considered uh, a psychological condition but it is emotional sometimes a parent engages in behaviors um, which are harmful to a child participating the factoring uh, of the child's relationship with the good enough parent when in acted consciously these behaviors can be best understood as a form of post-separation coercive control intended to punish intimidate humiliate or harm a former partner by depriving them of the relationship with their child there you've got your fucking argument again fucking hell that's what that's going to work so well in fucking a number of cases that argument there so well um as the Women's Aid and CAFCAS study shows in 2017, for most children, these parental behaviours are rarely a solitary factor in their lives. A child's experience in those circumstances cannot be divorced from its context, the system within which they live. An integrated holistic, holistic family assessment is necessary to answer the broad, open question of what has happened to this child? No one is fucking doing this yet and to make recommendations to improve their life going forward. That's what we need. That's what we fucking need. In recent years, it seems to be uh, a move towards indiscriminate use of parental alienation by the legal profession uh, and the public to refer to almost any situation where the child is not spending time with the parent as parental alienation. This has not this has been matched by an equally loud dominant discourse of allegations of parental alienation are prominently deployed as a defense in family proceedings by men accused of domestic abuse. If it has been suggested, Sandy in 2018, page 11, um, that the narrow and polarizing gendered narratives mirror the inflexible all or none thinking of families who seek out a court, the court to resolve their child arrangements issue. In other words, your allegations don't mean fuck all because um, they don't really give a shit. And ultimately, you just got to focus on the child. That's what that just told me. Um, halfway through now. Amid a recent media interest in cases where parental alienation is raised, investigative reporters have zoned in on the in instruction of the unregulated individuals who possess expertise in this area. Summer 2022, Summers and Campbell, 2022A, 2022B, 2022C. Give, given the need for a broad interrogative assessment, there is a significant risk that a narrow alienation lies will fa fail to consider the range of hypotheses which might explain the child's presentation. There have been long-standing concerns around the lack of regulation around those offering psychological services to the vulnerable people and the lack of protection of the psychologist. So that basically psychologists need to be all over this shit. Yeah, that's what they need. They need psychologists instead of CAFCAS, replace CAFCAS with psychologists. That's what I say. Or just train fucking CAFCAS have to be psychologists. But you have to pay them more money. No one wants to pay them more money because... Um, uh, Okay, don't know who that is, can't see your name, but I will find it out afterwards. I can imagine that's probably going to be Aaron, I think. I'm not that looking. 
Um, uh, uh, um, there we go. Okay, earlier this year, the BPS, in collaboration with the Family Justice Council, updated their guidelines. Psychologists as an expert witnesses in the family courts in England and Wales, standards, competencies, and expectations. These have widely been lauded and promoted by the Association of Clinical Psychologists. So in other words, the psychologists want to get involved with it as well. But what will happen then? That will then determine what the... That will then determine the outcome. Because you think if, if, if I had a psychologist review do on my ex-wife years ago when I, when I was getting told to do it, but I didn't do it, it would have been a, such a different outcome such a different outcome and would it have been protected like probably probably a lot more to be honest um long and short of it is long and short of it is i mean there's some good stuff in here i was literally paid 20 pounds for a year and you've got all sorts of shit on it all sorts all sorts of good stuff on there so that's it so look that's that so that's that's what i'm gonna say there so that's good um we're getting to 10 o'clock now so which means i'm literally coming to my end of my time because i can't go beyond one hour because of other work to do and i'm committing to my sticking to this clock and whatnot um so we're going to leave you something here now one second okay pain the pain the pain the pain the pain and what to do with it. You've got to keep busy. We've done that. We've done that one. Done that one. Okay. This is the last one. Right. Yesterday. Yesterday. Suicide. Yesterday. Now, I'm not going to say to you, anyone, that I've never um, not thought about killing myself. Because I have. I've never um, achieved it, unfortunately. I mean, I say unfortunately. Fortunately. But that's because I'm invincible. Yeah, I literally am invincible. Um... And you can only tell me I'm not if you live longer than me. Um, but yesterday we had a, I had a, a client who, um, and he knows I'm doing this because he's still alive, didn't do a good enough job. Um, he found it really difficult coming up to Christmas, you know, second, third year, third year now of having contact all the way through the year and then gets to around this time, time of year and then it just goes funny, just goes funny again. And he, 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 his men have last year with Christmas with his little one, um, didn't happen. And then the same thing's happening now. He's spotted the behavior early um, and he's just gave up. We tried giving up. It wasn't his time. He didn't do a good enough job and uh, um, he's getting support now. Um, the next time he does it, he needs to do it properly. Um, otherwise, what's the point in trying but then i can't speak because i tried and i didn't try with any ropes or knives and slicing myself i just tried by i did once or twice um but i tried mainly by alcohol and drugs and trying to take too many drugs and think if i died at least i'm gonna die happy and knowing what i was doing but everyone was like oh you're going blah. if i tried nothing i didn't do it so my time wasn't up so the stats are for um children and i'll say this so i just want you to bear this in mind yeah the one thing that keeps me going is knowing that I can't leave Lila behind. Some of you will have heard some of me saying that I will protect Lindsay should I need to, to make sure Lila is happy. And that's what I will do. Um, Cause I'm at peace with myself and I'm not with no feelings or resentment or anything towards my ex-wife. But 
I spent years, years and years blaming myself at the end of the relationship for everything that went wrong, everything. Because um, she told me it was all my fault. So I blamed myself and I was going, I'm never going to have another relationship because again, because I'm useless, no one's going to want me, la, 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 la. And then I got spotted out by another another sort of person that saw I had some money at the time and then you know, they took that or I offered it and then they took that and put it into the house. I got their children back and then they started being funny with me again. And they treated me the same way. And so they played me because I'm an empath. So I, I think that's, people can spot it out. People spot it out, I think. And I think I'm going to tell you something else about an empath, empathic people in a minute as well. But uh, yeah, so people can spot it out. And I, I think she spotted me and she, I was, I was afraid. But then that made me think, now in terms of where I'm at now, I couldn't kill myself. I, I, Lila, Lila must have known one time years ago that um, I'd been had a rough night with my eyes being all blood chopped the next day or whatever it was. But she said to me, she goes, Daddy, you do know that I want you to walk me down the aisle, don't you? Now, I don't know if she still does or not. I don't know. But that's what she said then. And she was like only what, eight, nine years old. And that kept me going. But the stats for children, teenage suicide is on the increase. Teenage suicide is on the up. And I've I had a couple of clients whose parents have killed themselves. And they've the clients have had issues with their mental health. So I would never kill myself based on the fact that my daughter needs me. And she may not know it, but she does. And I think, well, she doesn't know it, she knows, of course she knows it. But your child is more likely to, is, is more likely to kill themselves through blaming themselves for your suicide should you be successful with it in the future. I'm not saying that you should or should not try and kill yourself. I'm not saying you, I'm not criticizing or, or judging or passing judgment because I know and I accept that, that I've been there and I've, and I've tried. It doesn't mean it's, I made the right decision or the right thing to do, but I would much rather someone fucking call me. And why did I was more pissed off with this, this client? Yeah, I saw spent about six months or so, but he could have called me. He could have called me and it would have saved a lot, a lot more of my time today sorting stuff out and, and running around for things like that as well and supporting his family. So just bear that in mind. Just bear that in mind is what I wanted to do. And there was something else. Um, got a couple of court hearings this week. What you listen to and who you listen to is what you will become. Remember that. Who you listen to and what you listen to is what you, is who you will become. So if you listen to people who are negative and shitty all the time, you're going to be negative and shitty. Listen to good, positive people all the time. That's what I'm going to say. But good, positive people all the time. You're going to, you're going to, um, you're going to be more likely going to be positive. I'm going to leave you with this, yeah. And I'm going to leave you with this because everyone's criticising me, and I'm cool with it for being being sort of happy and positive and blah blah blah. And I was reading this thing um, the other day, and it was called um, "People Like Me." I actually um, could be construed as gaslighting. <laughs> Because we're telling everyone, no, oh, there's positives and everything, positives and everything. And some arguments say there's not positives and everything. So actually, you're, we're gaslighting by saying there's positives and everything because we're making people think there should be positives when they can't see any positives. Well, that's down to you to see the positives. But there is positives and everything. Now, I'm only saying that because I know it's out there and I know how positive I am. I'm showing an awareness. So um, do some research into that. I'm not going to change, but still. I've had more positive things happen to me in my life than what I have done ever um, by being positive rather than moaning, slagging people off or saying things to people about people that don't that are negative. I have no time to entertain negativity. I love everybody. I care for everybody. And I am apologetic to anybody that I've not had a chance to say sorry to if I've upset them as a child or years gone past. That's all I can do. 
And on that note, I'm going to say peace and love. Lila's love. Stay, stay cool. Any help with anything? Um, give me a shout. Peace and love. Lila's love. <laughs> That's a horse. <laughs>